Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. On Metro FM. Mad about Africa, that's what Thursdays are about. We're joined by one of South Africans who's very passionate about being a change agent. She doesn't just believe but lives the change she wants to see in the world. She's been pursuing a project looking at the people of Western Sahara, just off Morocco, um, a place with hearts and souls seeking peace and normality. She was one of uh, the icons that were celebrated on the SABC documentary, 21 Icons. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Catherine Constantinidis. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. Catherine has mayors, prime ministers, and presidents of African countries on speed dial. <laughs> so, number one is voicemail. Who's at number two on your speed dial? How are you doing, Catherine? Very good, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. How would you explain who you are and what you do to a five-year-old? It's interesting. I had this conversation with my seven-year-old a few days ago, and I said to him, what did your mama do? And if people ask you, what do you say? And he says that um, he would explain to people that his mom likes to uh, save people around the continent, and she travels a lot with her work, and she tries to fight climate change. So I think I would... You, you know, that's from a seven-year-old. I think myself, I'd say I'm a passionate South African, yep. passionate about building our country. Um, I'm an activist for human rights and climate change. And I'm very passionate about making sure we do everything we can to stand up and move South Africa and Africa forward. Why is your social media handle change agent? Well, I must be honest, Change Agent Essay was the one I had to use because Catherine Constantinides is far too long and they wouldn't let me use it. So, <laughs> so I had to say, well, what really encapsulates everything I do and was really an agent for change. Now, you were one of the 21 icons celebrated by the SABC. What did that mean to you? You know, when that happened, yeah. I was honestly completely blown away because if I look at the unbelievable people across our nation doing phenomenal things, to be included in a small group of 21 icons mm. was really a huge, huge privilege. I don't do what I do for acknowledgement like that. Mm. So to be acknowledged on such a platform and in such a huge way was truly a celebration of my work, but more so a celebration of the people I get to engage every single day. Now, a lot of people might not know this, but you're the founder of Miss Earth. And it's still running. Yes. So the Miss Earth South Africa still runs. Yes. What role does a Miss Earth play in, you know, a larger society? So the idea behind Miss Earth South Africa was really to empower South African women to Mm. become agents of change within an environmental space. How do we take the environment and teach young women about the environment, climate change, sustainability, issues around water, energy, and get them to go back out into their communities to Mm. really do work? So these young women are empowered. They are actually judged and adjudicated by the work that they do and the community programs Ah, on the ground. So that's what makes this different. So, for example, starting as of today, between today and the 5th, which is Monday, World Environment Day, Mm. there will be 100 community cleanups that happen spearheaded by each of our girls across our country Mm. over the next five days. And then on on the 5th, being Monday, we will do the 100th cleanup with the city of Johannesburg, the executive mayor, as well as um, the Canadian High Commission here in South Africa. So we really use this platform to empower women within an environmental space, a topic that doesn't get attention. Mm, mm. Um, Trying to change the world or the continent um, to become a better place can be, you're not only just giving yourself physically, you you are giving yourself emotionally. Your, Your heart is there, your soul is there. What advice would you give to someone 
who's trying to do the same thing, but sometimes it gets so emotionally draining that they want to give up. You make such an important point because it is not just physical, but it's mm. very much emotional. It's mental as well. I think that as South Africans, we don't know enough about our continent, firstly. Mm. So I would I would urge people to open their minds, learn as much as you can, read the article in the paper that you'd normally flip past that's about African politics. Mm. Understand our continent. And when you go out and you're doing work in the continent, understand the space that you're working in. You also have to respect the boundaries in the in the country or the community that you're working in as well and you have to find a balance find that thing for yourself that fills you so that when you go back out and you're pouring yourself into other people into communities you need to make sure that you continue to fill who you are Mm. because only then can you really be of value to the other people that you're working with 646 mad about africa hanging out with catherine constantinidis she went into western sahara how on earth do you even manage to do that? Catherine will share straight after this. Here's the Comedy Minute out of Nigeria. This is Bovi. Tupac on Metro FM. This is Changes. 6.54, we're hanging out with Change Agent SA. That's where you can find her on Twitter. Change Agent SA. We have Catherine Constantinidis in the building. Um, that was some easy opening the thriller door. <laughs> Welcome, Sumizi. We're glad you could join us. Catherine, you're very passionate about the plight of the people. Um, some would say in Morocco, others would say Western Sahara. What is the difference? So Western Sahara is definitely the country. Morocco illegally occupies Western Sahara and has since 1975. Yes. So in 1975, there was there was bloodshed, there was an armed um, war, mm. and the people of Western Sahara, the Sahrawi people, sure. fled. And the only border that was open was that of Algeria. So the Sahrawi people are currently living in refugee camps in the borders of Algeria. But one's got to understand these refugee camps were set up as a temporary solution during this time of war. Mm. They've been there for 41 years. Why should we care about that plight? We need to care because if we are firstly, as South Africans, um, I think as a, as a country, we're mm. such a stronghold on the continent. Mm. If we're going to move forward and if we're going to push Africa forward, we have to unlock the human atrocities happening on our continent. Mm. And the issue of Western Sahara is one that has been there for far too long. And it will become a scar on the conscience of Africa if we do not address the fact that this is an illegal occupation. Why do you think so many African leaders almost have their heads in the sand about it? I think it's, well, firstly, it's because Morocco is a strong country mm. and economically, it, you know, it just suits people. Sure. It suits them to either sit on the fence and to, to turn the other way when it suits them. And that's, that's the, sad, the sad thing. And because there's no bloodshed in that region now, because mm. in 1991 there was a ceasefire mm. on the promise of a referendum for the Sahrawi people. But because there's no bloodshed now, they've been forgotten. Sure. And the sad thing is that a war or bloodshed in that region will destabilize the entire part of North Africa again. Mm. The king of Morocco has banned you from Morocco. I know for a fact that the king of Morocco used to like you. (laughs) Please explain. So, you know, I think when when I had to say no to an invitation and I had to say I will not be coming to your conference any longer because it's in the occupied territory of Dakhla, which is Western Sahara, not Morocco. Mm. I think that really 
upset him and many Moroccans. And when I then started to say, well, I've now lived in these refugee camps. I understand the plight of these people. Mm. So I'm going to share their story because I have lived it. I don't tell it because I've read it or Mm. somebody's told me. You've been there. I've been there. I've lived there. And for two and a half years, I've traveled back and forth between those camps. So because I tell their story, Mm. I'm very, very unliked by the Moroccan government. But that means I'm on the right side of history and I will continue telling their story. How did you find out that you're not welcome in Morocco anymore? Well, unfortunately, (laughs) technology allows for people to connect with you very easily. So the threats are are common and and frequent and the emails the calls that i get and i've been told and warned if i do go there Mm. i could be arrested on arrival that is not something i'd like to see sort of play out so yeah your i'm sure your family is supportive to a certain extent and they're very proud of you but what are the that one biggest concern like in terms of safety in terms of health or whatever that that one thing that when they look at you and go slow down on this or we worried about this what is it it has to be safety and i think it's because i since i was really young since probably 14 15 i was working in communities across our country Mm. where you know it wasn't necessarily always a safe place to go or a safe place to be um hanging out on a weekend etc but i always believed in the work that i was doing Mm. and i that belief connects me to the communities i work in Mm. and the western sahara and the sahrawi people are no different when i'm with them i feel a great connection and sense of of safety because i know that they will protect me as well but safety is most certainly always the number one concern tell us quickly before we let you go what you're doing on monday how do we get involved monday is world environment day and it's important for us to not only celebrate the beautiful environment that we live in but also acknowledge the fact that we're doing huge damage to the environment Mm. we're going to be out in mshengovile park in soweto Um, the executive mayor herman mashaba will be joining us the canadian high commission brand south africa and toho sun and we're going to be cleaning up mshengovile park with the community and People are welcome to come out, join us, follow Miss Earth underscore SA. Lots of community projects over the next five days that you can get involved in. And take a moment on Monday to think about the impact you have on the environment and what one thing you can actually change. Where can people find you online? They can find me at Change Agent uh, SA on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow. I, I share many stories, opinion pieces and pictures from the work that I do. And on Facebook, Catherine Constantinides. Catherine, thank you so much. You're braver than most. A lot of people would rather retweet something or sit mm-hmm. on the couch and say, because I liked the Facebook page, I've played my part. But you walk your talk. Thank uh, you. You, you. You literally put your life on the line for what you believe in. And I think we could all learn something from you. Thank you so much. That a retweet is not necessarily activism. Sometimes get involved. Get involved, get your hands dirty. And if that's not what you can do, just open your mind to things you don't know. Amen, sister. Find her on Twitter at Change Agent SA. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Constantinidis is about to leave the building. Imagine <laughs> if that was her Twitter handle. It's like 140 characters. Fresh breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM.